Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirtiness of life and the divineness of God. And man, how can both of those things coexist? Because if you're anything like me, life is crazy. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Crazy stuff happens. And then we hear about a God who's righteous and perfect and all these wonderful things. And it's like, well, how how can God be that if my life is this? And so during this podcast, we have short 10-minute devotionals where we try to talk through the Bible, talk through a little bit about who God is, who we are, with the hopes of learning more about who God is and who we are. And we've been having this conversation for the past few episodes talking about uh, stupid things we say in relationships. And y'all, this has been a journey for me. Uh, thinking back to all of my relationships and just recognizing how awful I was at them. And you look back at middle school and high school and you think of how big of a deal those relationships were, that it was literally the end of the world if you weren't dating that person anymore you weren't, or that person started dating someone else. And now you just look back and a lot of shame and you feel pretty stupid about it. And I was thinking about this and I thought about a phrase that was told to me that I, as I've thought about it, I've realized what it really meant. And it was pretty hurtful now that I think about it. And so I was dating this girl. Her name was Crystal. We had dated for about eight months. And one day she called me, and at least she called me. This was back when text messages cost like 10 cent to send. Y'all remember that? Crazy. Uh, but she called me and she said, I had this long conversation. I can tell when people are acting weird. I can tell them, like, hey, girl, what's wrong? Talk to me. And she says, Zach, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And you would have thought she told me that she was going to rip my heart out and stomp on it 14 times. Y'all, it broke me. I was sad. I was hurt. I'm like, but I, what do you mean? I, I thought you, you love me. What do you mean you're not in love with me? We're perfect together. I made this huge deal. I'm dramatic if you don't know me. And so I was blowing it over, like blowing it up, making it this massive deal. And I was thinking about it this week, and I'm like, what the heck does that phrase even mean? I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And here, here's what it boils down to, and here's what I think it means. I think what she was actually saying was, Zach, I love you because I'm a good person and I care about you, but honestly, I don't really like you. I love you, but I don't like you. And y'all, that's pretty hurtful to think about. And you're probably laughing or you're thinking about someone you know in your life. Maybe you were that person and, you know, they're like, I love you because they want to kind of soften the blow. But they're like, honestly, I don't I don't really like you. And it's this funny thing. Like sometimes I feel like our parents, like my parents view this, view me this way. They're like, I, I love you because I have to. You're my kid. But sometimes I don't really like you. Parents listening, I'm sure there has been points in your life where you have thought this about your kid. You don't have to say it out loud. You can just nod to yourself and be like, yeah, I've been there. Sometimes I I always love my kids, but sometimes I don't like my kids. But here's the thing is I really believe a lot of us in our life 
we get this idea that God loves us, but he does not like us. That God loves us because he has to. He's God. It says in the Bible he loves us because he made us. And, you know, he has to love us like a parent has to love their child. But, but at the end of the day, I think we feel like, you know, God doesn't really like me. He doesn't really want to be with me. He just kind of deals with me in spite of me. And we think God kind of holds us at this distance. And today I want to talk about that a little bit because it's, it's not true. God doesn't just love you. He also likes you. Here's why. It's because he made you. The Bible talks about uh, God knitting you together. It talks about us in Psalms, God knitting you together in your mother's womb. That God made every decision about who you're going to be, your personality, your preferences, your allergies, everything was placed there by God. And when we think that God doesn't like who we are, what we are naturally doing is thinking that we're defective and that God made a mistake. But God doesn't make mistakes. You're not a mistake. Your life is not a error or a recall on, uh, on God's creation. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. The Bible actually even goes as far to say this in Genesis, the beginning of Genesis, I believe it's in chapter two, uh, it might be in chapter one, but God says that when he made us, that he made us in his image. Now, God made everything. The, the creation story of Genesis chapter one paints this beautiful picture of God making everything. And after God makes it, he says, it's good. Uh, he, he creates the sun. He says it's good. He creates plants. It's good. He creates animals. It's good. But when he gets to us, we are different as human beings. It says that God put his fingerprint of divinity on our life. And he looks at us and he says, and this is very good. This is, this is better. This is exceptional. And God loves it. The same way a painter falls in love with his masterpiece. You know, he, he can see the flaws, he sees the little things, but at the end of the day, it's, it's the beautiful overview of what he's made that makes it so special. And God, the Bible actually tells us that we are God's masterpiece. And so here's what I want you to know today. God, God loves you unconditionally so much. The Bible says this, his love endures forever, that it will never fail, that he loved us so much that he sent his son to die for us so that he could have a relationship with us. God loves you. He loves you right now. Despite of the decisions you made, despite your past, despite all those things, God loves you. But he also likes you. He likes your quirks. He likes your... Uh, your dispositions to certain things. He likes the way uh, you get mad at certain people. He, he likes who you are because he made you. And today, I hope, I hope that gives you a little bit of joy. I hope it gives you a little bit of happiness, knowing that, that if God was riding in the car with you right now, if that's where you are, if he's sitting next to you, that he would enjoy your company. The Bible tells us that, uh, that we are friends of God. Friends. I love that because a friend, you can kind of get rid of a friend. You don't have to be a friend. Family, you're kind of stuck with. But I love the Bible it calls us friends of God. And the fact that God would enjoy hanging out with us, uh, reading, hanging out with us at the movies, going on a ride for us, singing crazy songs. Um, and today, I just hope you know, I hope you know, God doesn't just love you, but he also likes you. And if anyone has ever told you that they love you, but they're not in love with you, I hope that one day you can find them and cry to chop them in the throat. I'm just kidding. 
But today, I hope you know, I hope you know, God loves you, but God also likes you just the way you are. And so let me pray for you. Lord, thank you for today. Lord, thank you that you not only love us, but you like us, that you desire to be with us and to do life with us. Lord, I pray for anyone listening to this that maybe has felt like they have, like you have to love them or that you have to be there for them, Lord, but that you enjoy it that you want to be with them. You want to be our friends just as much as you are our Father. So we thank you for that. Lord, help us live in that reality every single moment of today. We ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.